At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Off Track with Finch and Rossi. Is it though? This was. This is the first time Alexander Rossi has ever heard that song. That's true. <laughs> the music started playing, and he was like, "Is this us? Is this our show? Is we this have what it sounds music, like?" Guys, it's kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Guys, thanks for coming out. Welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinge and Rossi, or whatever Alex wants to say yeah, today. Yeah, no, that's fine. Is that okay today? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Oh, that's good. You're yeah. we, got, we got the stamp of approval on this? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Guys, I still wish that... See, he came up here in way too good a mood. Normally, when we I log didn't. on to our computer... <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Don't take that away from me. Normally, like, the screen fires up, and, like, Tim and I will just see, like, Alex, give him your, your face. No, I was making the face in there for the past hour while we were listening. <laughs> you to were. That's true. Tom, Dick and Harry talk about race cars. So. That's true. Yeah. But you, you've changed since you've come up on stage. I'm happy to be here, guys. I'm happy to be in Nashville. I'm happy to, to be back racing cars again. Um, I'm happy to, to see people in person. This is great. I mean, this has been a huge change from the past. Uh, Why would you do that at the live show? Why would you... I mean, he's eating a sandwich at the live show. So All right, who sent him who sent who him did the sandwich? sandwich? Well done. Well done. Well done, table eight. Because, because Tim is going to love fixing this in post. They listen to the show. They know I don't fix it. I oh. don't know how to edit audio. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> well, we don't well, listen hey, guys, to the show. Thank so. you, everybody, for coming. This is awesome. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have lots of Tinder to get through Yeah, well, Alex sir. and I talk about stuff. They're talking about racing. I'm just checking out this Nashville Tinder. Well, it was funny because Tim was like, oh, do you guys have your topics that you want to talk? And usually Tim is pretty surprisingly kind of forward about things we're going to talk about on a week. And he sends us a text He's message. proactive. I'll be at 10 minutes before we go on. But he does send us a text. Yeah, it gives us of, no time to prepare. Of, of things that we should discuss. Not that and, and actually, I have taken the liberty of, of making my own um, list. I was there when, we, when you made that list. I mean... Mm, I contributed to that list. You weren't, because I literally... You wrote it down. I did it flying down here this morning, so... Oh, well, then you must have gone through the text message conversation. I did. I right. did do that. So let's... let's Some take, background. Take a step back. <clears throat> James... Oh, you! Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm telling the story. Mm. So this was, no, so I'll do. I'll, I'll we're, tell it. We're it's fine. Okay, you tell. It. Um, so basically, Tim, James, and I have this uh, group chat. Um, it's mostly us making fun of Tim for just the degenerate of a human being that he is. But um, so every once in a while, we talk about podcast stuff. Rare. And uh, James and I were in St. Louis together, spending an inordinate, well, actually, a very normal amount of time together for because us, we yeah. we do pretty much yep. everything together. Yeah. Um, and so we started to just send Tim text messages, single word text messages of things that we should talk about. No context, by the None way. None whatsoever. I got Lindsey Vaughn. Yep. I got, I got, what, Cracker Barrel? Yep. Hang on, was we, in there. We need to go through that text message chain because it was pretty entertaining. Now everybody can see how much I edit this show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, oh, you started a new chat. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I messed that up. You broke it. So anyways, the day started at Cracker Barrel. And let me tell you something about Cracker Barrel. I have come to really appreciate and love Cracker Barrel since I moved to the Midwest. Whoever is in the audience that works at Cracker Barrel that gave us thank you. That's so kind. What's I that, really appreciate what's that. What's the game called? You guys, if you've been to Cracker Barrel, you know the table game with the it's little just, triangle with the pit. It's the stupid, like, pegs. pegs. Well, just that no makes pegs. sense. Wow. Guys, I mean, I feel like we could do better. That's pretty on the nose. So <laughs> <laughs> not a very original name. 
James and I ordered breakfast. We did. Um, <laughs> and we, <laughs> we made a discovery about Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Before we got to Peg's, we made the first discovery of the morning. So the, the food shows up. And we it, ordered the same thing. The del- delicious food. I want to just throw that out there. This is in no way a, a criticism of the, the quality or taste of the food. <laughs> but the food shows up. <laughs> we had, like, eggs. We had... Biscuits, biscuits, sausage, sausage. There was the grits. Grits. I didn't get the hash browns. To this hash browns. And it all get. <laughs> so we each got the same thing pretty much. And it gets laid out on the table. And Alex just looks down the table and he goes, Why is everything the same color? <laughs> everything on the table, with the exception of the sausage, was some sort of beige like color. Beige yellow. It was some tinge of beige. Yeah. And it was actually a really nice observation. That had me going because it was all, it was a very like homogeneously yes. colored. So, not only did meal. we observe that, but we also um, found pegs, discovered pegs. We found pegs. I'm getting and, mine out right now. And so, James. <sighs> Bet you 20 bucks where, I could get fewer pegs than you. I don't know how to play this game. Okay. Neither do I. You'll hear that. We don't know how to do it either. So, we, we discovered this game. Give it to me. It's uh, golf a tees. would have been nice. It's golf tees in a triangle with holes. And you have to jump a, a golf tee. And then if you jump it and, and make it successfully, you remove that T. And you, you have to go around the triangle until you have, um, well, if you have one, you're really smart, or you're a genius. Two, you're pretty smart. Three, and you're just plain dumb. Leave four more, and you're ignoramus. Do we talk about... Let's talk about how many times we were dumb. Well, can we talk about how there's not a thing for five or six, which yes. I think happened to both of Quite us often. at some, yeah, at yeah. some time? So right. I want to stress this. These are two, I mean, this isn't that surprising to hear about race car drivers, but these are two of the most competitive people I've ever met. We, well, we, I, I've had these guys over to, when, when, when I'm in Indiana, I stay at my family's place, I've had them over. We play bocce ball. Alex will fire it down to knock everybody else's ball out of the way. Uh, he'll demand a tape measure be brought out if he thinks his is a half an inch closer. Like, these guys are competitive about every single thing in their life. We're annoying. So I don't doubt that you were very competitive about this game. We, we weren't. Because well, we were trying yeah, to learn together. We were really trying to help each other in this one. So everything that you said, like normal, so, is no, completely, so, so, completely inaccurate. So we took turns. Cool. I will edit we, this we were, out. So we were like, room we were like nice <laughs> no, <you> brothers <laughs> passing it back and forth. We were taking actually. Turns. Well, we eventually stole one off another table. Yeah, because we were so frustrated. We were very frustrated. Yeah. And again, we've, again, to the Cracker Barrel people in the room and listening, we're sorry that we just kept the table occupied for way past when we were done our meal. Very the poor deep. waitress was like, do you... Do you, do you anything? And we're like, no! <laughs> the answer to pegs! Well, actually, can I point this out? So, uh, we, we had our friend... I, I didn't catch... I'm sorry, I feel terrible. I didn't remember her name. But we, we got a gift from somebody at Cracker Barrel that gave us these pegs. They gave us Twizzlers and Red Vines, respectively. I got a solar backpack from Jan- Darren Jamerson that, from, from Capstone, from the interview that we did. This is ridiculous. Uh, so, is, I just want to mention just... right now, um, I wouldn't mind a Bentley. I wouldn't mind yeah, like, my daughter's tuition. Happen. I don't know, because I, I, mean, I didn't I think the solar backpack would. I, I also got, James, uh, Darren also gave me a die cast of your car. Since when do we allow him to talk this much? It's crazy. But I got every driver here except you to sign it. No, I'm aware. And then Donna yep. uh, at the bar, she also signed it. Wonderful, Andy thank signed you. It. I signed it as Marco Andretti. As you do. Um, I'm not going to give it to you. I don't want it. No, it's mine. No, you've touched it. I don't want it. <laughs> Be, be it's a COVID car. It's like the COVID <laughs> beans. I just found our group chat, and yes. it's, there's even things right. I don't remember. Go. Um, Cracker Barrel was the first, first one. Well, we hit that. Six, <laughs> 16 service centers? 16 service centers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was all it, right. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so... All right. All right. This is going to take, take a second. So let's, let's go through our day. Let's not, let's not go there. Let's talk okay. about St. Louis liquor stores, guys. So James and I, if, if you don't know, James and I are um, bourbon connoisseurs like bourbon. In, in our off time. Yeah. And part of, cool, part of what we like to do is because we get to travel to all these places, we try and find these hole-in-the-wall liquor stores that might have bourbon that's allocated and hard to find. So alas, we um, got on the Googles after we had figured out pegs at Cracker Barrel and just went down a list of liquor stores. Albeit in East St. Louis, which neither one of us really understood uh-uh. was the kind of yep. area that the, it was. The most dangerous city in the United States. Yeah. In 2019. According to certain surveys, but I mean. But what? at least we were just going to liquor stores. Right. <laughs> 
in the middle of the day. Nothing ever bad, bad ever happens there. Uh, yes, so we did a, a run of about four or five different liquor stores. We found five. We only went into four. The fifth one we, we drove by yeah. and opted out. Yes. Yeah. Um, what made it? What made you opt out? No windows. There was no windows. No windows. Not a single That's window. What but what was amazing was like some one. The first liquor store we went to actually had no no bourbon of any kind. Like nothing. Not Jack Daniels. Makers, not Jim Beam. Nothing. But they had some of the nicest tequila yes. I have ever seen on a shelf. Like super nice top shelf tequila I've never even heard of. It yeah. was, it was this, very surprising. This is the content the racing fans come for. No, we're getting there. <laughs> we're at a racetrack. <laughs> then we went to the racetrack and we tested. Yeah, we went cool. in circles. All right. and it was so great. then at the, at once done. we got through that. Right. Well, no. So St. Louis, uh, it was Tested Gateway. Um, the track had recent. Hadn't been redone, but no. there was no rubber. It was very dirty. There, well, there we hadn't no been rubber. there for a while. We hadn't been there for a while. So James brings up, he's having this conversation with Ryan, and he like makes some quip about Mensa. And I was like, what's Mensa? And it's an IQ test. And if you're like really smart, well, it's like a get, club. It's, it's you're yeah, part it's of the people club. in the 98th percentile or above. No, we know IQ test. So yeah. James and I, typical Alex Rossi, then had to dive into the research yeah, around got Mensa. It, got it. And, I just know because it bought, was a crossword and clue today. bought a practice test. <laughs> yeah. So Alex now really wants to be a member. He likes being in clubs. So and what was so interesting was, like, we had 60 minutes and, like... It was 30 minutes. 30 minutes. But we didn't really have 30 minutes. No, so we had we were like 15 minutes. We were hustling through the questions as quickly as we could. And actually, like... I mean, it's not meant to be, like, a team exercise, but... but I also feel like... I think it's fine. It was fine. Did you guys, as a team, make Mensa? Can you do mm. that? Can you qualify as a team? Nope, sure didn't. Is it like the car qualifies? We got, yeah, exactly. I think, here's the thing. We didn't quite pass the, uh, it was a practice test, right? Yeah. We didn't you do guys that got beat out by Kyle Kaiser. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I think I could beat him in an IQ test. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so we handed off the iPad. We did this test. We almost made it. And we're pretty convinced now that we know what kind of questions are on the test that we, we get it. I have the app now. You, you've been studying. Yeah, I think I got it pretty locked down. That's Anyways. Typical. So do the test. Great. Go back to the hotel. And then we have a sight to behold. The hotel lobby bar was heavily occupied. At the double tree. At the double tree. I can't say where we were staying. I can just say there were two trees involved. And the lobby bar was cookies. littered with... Oh, the cookies. Alex loves the Doubletree cookies. Yeah. But it was littered, there, was a, there was a farming-type conference. Yeah, like a seed convention. A seed convention. Next door at the convention center. And all these people had migrated over to the lobby bar and were three sheets Closer. to the wind. They were absolutely plastered. So Alex and I pulled up a chair at the complete opposite end to watch a little Olympics. And we had some guys come over and introduce themselves. Yep. Billy Bob. Yes, that was literally his name. Yeah, that was yep. literally his name. Um, who was borderline harassing the bartender. So yeah. I was actually okay that he just, he like diverted his attention to us for a bit. To the soda gun? He did take the soda gun up from behind the bar and spray it into his own face. That is true. Yeah. Billy Bob's quite a character. You can do that? Yeah, no. not Guys, legally. I'll be right back. <laughs> Donna, hide. <laughs> um... And so they started asking us questions. And as you know, Alex loves conversing with complete strangers, especially at the end of a long day at the racetrack, especially when they are inebriated beyond all belief. Everybody here, stop him on the way out. Oh, please. Don't let him go. Absolutely. There's a door over there by the stairs. He That's wants the- <laughs> to meet each and every one of you personally and learn lots about your past, present, and future. I'll give you his number. He loves late-night calls. <laughs> uh, so... Alex not in the mood, nor I at the time, to be honest, to really get into the line of questioning. Um, they asked us, well, we had our shirts on. You did, because you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm new. Um, <laughs> and so the guy's like... You're 108 years old. You, you do you work for Honda? And yeah. James's like, sure do. I'm like, Kinda. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and here's where it this got a little where... slippery, was... I wasn't really listening to what James told the guy. So he told the guy that he was in s- sales. 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 But you thought I said service. So when Billy Bob comes up to me, no, you were talking to Billy Bob. Anyway, yeah. Billy Bob's the friend other guy. comes up to me and he's like, oh, so what, is, what do you guys do? And I'm like, oh, well, he works for Honda and I'm just like. In marketing. I'm his project <laughs> manager. I'm in marketing type thing. He's like, oh, so what, is, what does he do? He's like, oh, well, he works in service. And he kind of like delays a little bit. And then he's like, I thought he worked in sales. And I was like, ah, oh, well, you see, 
he's kind of the regional manager of 16 different service centers. And, like, you make a lot of sales and service. So hang on. So your, we, your, your solution to being caught in a lie is just to dig yourself way deeper no, in this I mean, hole. We've yeah. established. It's like, all right, yeah. double yeah. down. Let's go. To yeah. be fair, our He's audience, got three to kids. Be fair. He's to be going bad. through a rough divorce. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, he graduated from Notre Dame. Uh, <laughs> See, so James has 16 service centers in the greater St. Louis area. Which I heard out of, like, the corner of my ear. You know, you know what I mean? And so, like, I was this way and Alex was that way, but do I heard we, him say that. Do we know what you You mean? know exactly what the I mean. The corner of your ear. Nobody asked you. Okay. Do you guys know what I mean by that? Yes. Yeah. Don't pander to them. Why not? They These are my you people. They a sandwich. They're going to agree of with me. Of course you. they're going to agree with me. That's why I asked them. And, and so I heard him say this. And so when I turn around and talk to your dude at some point, I, like, slipped in the 16 service stations or service centers. <laughs> and so the story, like, it, it held it water. It continuity. Absolutely. Yeah. We All did right. a great job. Do you guys know there's just the option to be like, hey, man, we're just trying to have a conversation amongst ourselves? I don't think you understood the state Billy Bob was in. Okay. Yeah. No was not an option. <laughs> I think I've been in that state. Um, in fact, you're usually in that state. <laughs> Working on it now, James. Yeah, no, we know. We know. All right. So we're here for the Music City Grand Prix. What was interesting is for the nope. amount of right. drunk <laughs> conference dudes that there were, there was a lot of pretty attractive conference ladies that were there. That's, all, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. There were, it was a weird yeah, mix. Was. It was a weird mix. Yeah. I noticed that they had all cleared out by the they, time they Billy left. Bob reached yes. 10. Yes. Yeah. That's why the poor bartender had to deal with it. Yeah. Well, everybody, we got Billy Bob coming up to the stage to join us now. <laughs> Quite a scene, guys. Quite a scene. <laughs> all right. We're in Nashville for the inaugural and Music City Simone Grand Prix. Biles announced her thing. Oh, you dude. Son of so, like, Lindsay, no, we have, well, we Lindsay Vaughn. Oh, the Lindsay Vaughn thing came up. Is amazing. Yeah, you know Lindsay. This is stuff or, I usually Lin- cut. Lindsay and I are, are acquaintances. Right. I wouldn't say we're, like, best buds. But, yes, we, we are social. Yes. Um, I don't remember what we talked to her about her about. Well, no, it's because it was the whole, if you could choose one uh, sport in the Olympics. And I which, chose which Lindsay Vaughn. You chose Lindsay Vaughn, which I thought was <laughs> kind of rude. Yeah. Right. No, you chose, down, you chose downhill. Sport. You chose, like, sleep. Right, right, You chose right. long. Right, or I did. Yeah. Um, so then we got talking about that somehow. Correct. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we watched some Olympics. That was neat. We did our Olympic episode week, last week. Yeah. So. so racing. Music City Grand Prix. Who's excited? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll go then. Yes. <laughs> like, they're just really big Jimmy Buffett fans. That's fair. <laughs> Most people are. Uh, yeah, we got, to, uh, we got to walk the track today, Alex. We got to see it. With I our rode eyes it. For the first, we drove it. You didn't walk it. Or it's too hot it. to walk. So you want to do most things. Yeah. What, are, you know, what are the impressions? I mean, this is the first time nobody's driven on this yet. I mean, I, I, everybody saw the, uh, the simulators and things like that, but... Yeah, it's a track. I mean... There's a bridge. Any, any other insight? It's bumpy. Don't hit... <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's can, an ideal strategy. Yeah. We have Derek from Toronto Motorsports uh, here. Derek, can we get that printed on a T-shirt? <laughs> Don't hit... <laughs> Alex Rossi. I like it. Yeah, just wanted to make a quick note. Makes yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, no, the track looks... I mean, they're still putting some pieces together when we did the track walk. Quite a few pieces. It's a cool layout. Like, we talked about this after driving on the sim. Like, it seems... It's got, like, a nice flow to it, at least yeah. on the sim. It does seem bumpy. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if we have any local Nashville lights here, but that bridge is... It's a whole thing. So here's where I think it's, it's not going to matter. Whereas in the sim, like, the bumps and the bridge and the braking zone were all much more compacted okay. than they are in reality. Yeah, that's true. We were concerned, like, you're not going to be able to brake and turn, and turn and through the bumps. Right. Like, I think it's all very separate entities at this yes, point. Yes, you're off the bumpy part of the bridge before you really have to do Correct. Anything. Yeah, so, so I, it's think, just I think surviving. The, the big braking zones are going to be good. Right. I think turn nine, which is turn one for the start, is... It's going to be mayhem. It's like six lanes of traffic into like two lanes of traffic. I, I think mean, like eight lanes. Yeah, it, it, it makes St. Pete look narrow. Looks you, Saint, you could Saint Pete literally get the narrow. Titanic in there. Yes. 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 So where, like, for the people that are going to be watching the race, where should we be looking out for? Where are the big passing zones? Pit lane. D- <laughs> turn nine. This turn nine. mile-wide corner going into turn nine, I think, is going to be... I mean, yes. It's going to lead... Like, it's so no, I'm wide. I'm doing both. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna let people. Is that a shot? I think Did somebody you... just gave me a shot. Nah, that... I... oh, this... oh. <laughs> yeah. that I'll check. Sense. Give me a second. I'll check what it is. <laughs> I mean, you can smell it. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that wasn't tequila. I'll check the other one. <laughs> Must be nice not to have a job. <laughs> oh man. Actually, I'm not gonna check that one right now. I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> 
Should we get um, Darcy on FaceTime? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, okay, so, so turn nine. Turn I wasn't nine. really listening. Turn four. <laughs> turn one, two was very tight. I don't know that I have the corner numbers really locked in yet. You did like a whole day on the sim. Bro. I was like the, the right after the bridge thing. <laughs> Alex and his engineer have to speak a completely different language because Alex doesn't like numbers, apparently. No, I like numbers more than names. We learned that in Australia. That is true. That so, is true. no, in all seriousness, guys, I think the track's awesome. I think um, it's going to be a hell of a show. I think the city is phenomenal. I think if you look at cities in, in this country um, over the past 18 months, Nashville yeah, has been on a... a Meteoric rise. I think IndyCar and their trajectory is kind of on a similar path. I think the, the marriage of the two is amazing. I think it's, um, it's very special for all of us to be here, to be involved, and uh, to share in this experience with you guys. So we're, Thanks we're for pumped. having us, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's Thank, the big yeah. thing here. Because we would have done it without the people here. I know. I saw, I saw today uh, Mark Miles was at a, a press event. Yeah, I was there. there. He said that uh, he thought Nashville's going to be on par with uh, like the Monaco Grand Prix. Right? Less yachts. Less, fewer, fewer yachts. Fewer Just ships. Geographically speaking, that feels like a, a given. A couple and, of like, land I, yachts. I, saw, I don't know. I was in the plane, and I saw that. I was like, well, that's kind of ridiculous. And then I got here, and I saw, like, no, the, the city seems into this. Like, it's, it's a big event. This, I think, this is really I cool. Think, I think Monaco's a, a weird comparison. Yeah, I, we, I, I think because they pay taxes here. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. Um, I think uh, I think Singapore may have been a bit more on par in terms of the the, the party kind of scene, the, the the energy, the high the high profileness of of kind of the city. Whereas Monaco is like it's a it's a province of sorts. Right. It's very it's, small, and it's. Oh, it's, a bit it, it's, very, it's very quiet, actually, most of the time. Yeah. Whereas... Well, because everybody's it clothes comes are so expensive, they don't want to spill anything on them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, they live on their yachts. Yes. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it's bumping on the yachts. Yeah. They take it off the... But anyways, anyway. I think Mark's point was, this is going to be a flagship event. This is going to be a crown jewel of our calendar yeah. in, com- in, in comparison to how Monaco is for Formula One, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. So. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think that, that the kind of tone and vibe is going to be quite different, but in a good way. Yes. I'm not mad at it. No. So what are you guys looking forward to the most this weekend? The checkered flag. The checkered flag. Okay, trophy. No, no, no. I just mean the race being over. It's going to be so hot. I'm going to be so tired. (laughs) And you can't really go out. Like, you can't go and... and I'm the only... People keep passing me drinks, but you're having what? Like a the, the, the people, a they're, they're, they're called waiters, and they bring no, things you order. Honestly, That's God, how that works in restaurants. I've not ordered any of these. <laughs> I don't... Would you guys I think cut they it out? sent me one. Who, I, no. Who is sending this man alcohol? This First is of all... Terrible. Like, what, what are you doing? Don't listen to this. Have you thing. never listened to this show? This is a terrible idea. No, I don't drink. <laughs> What's an alcohol? It sounds icky. It sounds neat. That's how you like your bourbon. Um, it, uh, what was the question? What are, you gonna, what are you looking forward to the most? Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> I can't say it on here. <laughs> James. It, <laughs> no, in all honesty, this race is going to be very challenging in a lot of ways. The, the bumpy street tracks, they're physically demanding in their own right. Whenever you have a street circuit, it's always hotter. 80 degrees on a street circuit versus 80 degrees on a road track or an oval is, is just different. The higher the humidity, the worse it is in the car. And with the aero screen now, between the heat that you guys have here in Nashville and the humidity that you kindly brought in for the weekend, we, we are faced with what is going to be like the hottest IndyCar race at a street circuit on record. And it's going to be a big challenge for us. Like I said, the, these bumpy tracks, you get tossed around, you... Is, you know, the, your death grip of the I'm, steering I'm wheel. I'm really excited for tomorrow because I think I think we as drivers very rarely get to go out on a place that's completely foreign. Right. You know, it's and every it's foreign for everyone. Yeah. If it's, it's not your rookie season. Right. Right. And so I think that that's going to be very cool to have a a, a, in, a 75 minute practice session tomorrow where everyone legitimately is trying to figure it out for the first time. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be. And that's true for the engineers as well. It's not just us learning, you know, how to get the most out of the track, what the car needs. 
the engineers. I mean, we're showing up here with guesswork. There's literally never been a race car of any kind that's I don't even know corner numbers. We, we established yeah, that. Yeah, we established that. But, like, you know, when we raced at NOLA, for example, I think that was the last new circuit that came on the calendar. And other cars had run there. Other cars had tested there. So we could get data off another car and try to overlay with our things. Obviously, literally nothing's ever run here. So everybody, and that's not just IndyCar. That's Trans Am. That's everything else that's here. We're all showing up to this place for the first time, taking a complete swing at setups. And, uh, yeah, and for drivers, the challenge of a new track is always a lot of fun. Everybody always thinks they're going to be the one that, like, figures it out the fastest, right? It's like, yeah, I even play. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to find a secret in this place that no one else is going to find. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Everybody finds it. I've got your data, so if you find anything, I've, I've got it. That's fair. Yeah. That's a fair point. So does Colton, so does Ryan, so does Jack. Kind of. So does Elio. So... <laughs> Well, like, so, a, like, like a quarter of the field. Actually, in actually detail, everyone does. Can, and yes, and everyone else can also see yes. some limited amount of data yes. from you. So. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, all right. We have a unique opportunity. Usually we, well, not usually, every now and then we have guests on. We ask them questions. Oh, you got us a guest? You did your job? No, I sure didn't. Uh, Shocker. We we do have a lot of people here, though. Do you guys all want to kind of be our guest? Well. Wait. I thought it might be kind of fun if they asked you guys questions. Are we going to talk about the F1 race? No. So, all right. There was an F1 race, a French kid one, because everybody else crashed. Cool. Next. (laughs) All right. We have, we have Nate Lee helping us out here. He's got a microphone. Uh, do you guys have any questions for them? I see some hands down in the back. Let's oh. not be shy, guys. Yes, before you I ask. Need, I need a race car, guys. I got to do a lot of running here. <laughs> before you ask, yes, we pee in the car. All right. What's your name? Where are you from? Tim from Indianapolis. Uh, no, no. We, <laughs> we already got one We of have those. one of those. We, we do not need another. Have to sit down. Okay. We Actually, got can we swap you two out? <laughs> Plain yeah, field, right. Indiana. How's okay, that? perfect. Ah, there you go. So we took a track walk today. I don't think we were supposed to take a track walk. Sure were. So at the end, <laughs> at the end of the pits, were you coming out of pits? Yes. And the track is going to merge? Sure right is. Right there? That looks like sure does. not good at all. Sure doesn't. Okay, so. <laughs> Where's the question, Tim? <laughs> How long will it take to have a crash there in the pits? Oh, it's going to be to the race. Where's the Win Santino pitting? <laughs> 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 it's okay. I said it. I didn't say. I said. It. I didn't say anything. Um, Blame Liz. She's the one that sent me up shots of tequila. That's fair. Liz, this is on you. Um, yeah, she's just not even listening. That's the best part. Uh, yeah. No. It's 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 a unique she, pit out. That is for sure. And we will be. Uh, it'll. You have to be very heads up leaving the pits because obviously the car on track has right away. So anything. If anything. If you think about it, it's actually not too dissimilar from St. Pete. Right, St. Pete, you exit right in, in the, the exit of, of turn two there. So it'll be, it'll be in 
turn two here is a lot slower than St. Pete. So it looks bad on paper, but it, it, we deal with stuff like this, and I don't think it'll actually be that big a deal, personally. Anyone else? Any other questions? I saw more than one hand go up before. All right, front row. Friends are... we like to... Oh, wait, Nate's oh. already back in the corner. Uh, he's oh, sorry. Back. He's back there. Oh, big right. Margaritaville here. What's your name? Landon Lewis. From, uh, Landon. Austin, Texas. Originally from uh, Indianapolis. Wonderful. All right. We don't as, have a Landon, so it's As fine. it pertains to uh, racing on the Nashville track that nobody's ever touched foot on um, and some Honda simulator time, do we have any insight into who's faster or is going to lead out of the gate uh, maybe at the top of the podium? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. dibs it, so now you got to... I guess. Yeah. I mean, I could say yes, and then Connor's going to say yes. I saw Renus back there. Connor's He's going to say yes. Connor was here. Why? Yeah, he signed the car. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah so he came here specifically <laughs> to sign that car. The, the, the short answer is no. Everybody thinks, like I said, they all think they're going to figure it out first, and that's why, uh, that's why new tracks are fun. It's not like we're going to... Barber, where we know Joseph's probably just going to win. or Oh, that's Iowa. Or that. It's you or Joseph. Yeah, yeah. We like that spot. So, yeah, we don't know yet. That's what makes it fun. You're going to have to tune in on Sunday and watch. <laughs> that was a tune-in call, guys. You should watch the, watch the race if you're not. All right, mainly because I like watching Nate run. We had a question up here in the front. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Nate, I'm sure we have a question in the back next. I, nobody's raised their hand. I just thought it would be. I actually, Where's the bar? I just got a text from across <laughs> the street. They've got a, they got a yeah, t- so question somebody next. Somebody in the honky-tonk said they had a real pressing question. All right. Eric from uh, Fishers. All right. right. Hello, Eric. Um, it's for Alex uh, as another pilot. Besides uh, landing, yes. what was the hardest part about learning to fly? Weather. <laughs> like, weather's a that bitch, man. Like, <laughs> Wait, so you're a pilot too? Instructor, yeah. Instructor. Yeah. Right. No, that's awesome. I need instruction still, so let's talk afterwards. But no, like, it's, um, that part was, was just strange to, to try and get my head around. Um, I think I've got a decent idea, but like you have to. I mean, the meteorological meteor meteor. Use your words, words. Hans. Meteorological yeah. <laughs> meteorological Glenn, side of things. Are you playing the game over there? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of understanding fronts and, and how things develop and everything, uh, was was very very interesting. And memorizing all the different types of fog, I didn't realize there were so many types of fog. How many different types of fog like are there, Alex? Six. Name them. <laughs> We've got an instructor like here, so yeah, yeah, no. what, yeah. <laughs> Eric's looking very there's what? There's up, look, look at this. There's face. like a, this is the face you give us every day. <laughs> How does it feel now? Fine. There's like an well ad- advection fog, an upslope fog, and that's all I know. <laughs> so, anyways, we don't have to deal with a whole Eric, lot of. Eric, can fog. you revoke his license? Because I don't feel safe with him in the sky. Well, um, so anyways, uh, that's cool, man. I uh, I've loved kind of learning about it, and I look forward to the next step with the whole instrument thing. So. Right on. All right. Anybody else? All right. Boom. Just did it right here, right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, because we Googled the system. You definitely cheated. I didn't cheat. Well, I mean, Wait, sorry. Did you say you're the one that sent the sandwich? No, I did not, but I wish I had. Oh, never mind. She's good. Take the mic away. I got one. (laughs) (laughs) Nice shirt. Thank you. Um, So, obviously, Hinge, you seem to have a blast doing SRX and getting to uh, talk to Smoke while he was driving. I just want to know, Alex and James, uh, what do you think about being PT being able to do that, guys, to you on the track in an IndyCar race? You know, here's the thing. I'm, I'm for it in general. I think we're, you know, we're entertainment, and that, that was pretty entertaining. We got more tweets about that after that race than, like, anything else over the six weeks. Also mainly because Tony, like, called out the pass that Amazing. he pulled off, which was he very, called his shot, cool. and it was so cool. pretty awesome. Sorry, Marco. But, <laughs> it's okay. Um, he doesn't listen. The, the, the thing is, is the... SRX, it was competitive, obviously. Um, they were all trying to win, but there was a little less on the line. So I feel like if you just chimed in on someone's radio, you weren't going to get anybody that was like that upset or like too focused on anything really in particular. The risk with us is you might. And so as long as there's like a five-second delay and a dump button, I think it's fine. But... <laughs> 
there's there's an FCC risk, I think, with a lot of the guys in our grid. Yeah. Especially, and I'm not just I'm not trying to be mean here, single anybody out, but Connor. I was not where I was not where I was not where I was going. Marco. No, you are you're choosing all wrong people. I mean, yes, all those people would do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've listened to all of their yes, videos. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's terrific. It's absolutely appalling. And then the most calm guy on the planet just like, "Okay, this guy's this far away, this lap, this one. Your 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 radio's boring." Sorry. Just He's, right. That's kind of his personality. He's kind of just a Yeah, boring. he's boring on here too. That's like a compliment to him. <laughs> um, no, they, it's it's the drivers that don't like that English isn't their first language. Because they learn English at the racetrack, and, like, we don't talk particularly well at the racetrack. And so, like, they think certain words that start with F are, like, a normal part of everyday conversation. And it just flips out, even when they're not amped up or mad or something, you know? So some of those guys would be risky on the radio because they don't know what they're doing. I think racing drivers and sailors. Or like yeah. People involved in motorsports and sailors have some of the worst language. All right, so we, we, got, we got time for a few more questions. Nate, sorry, I just want Nate to run around. Does anybody have any questions? I see some hands right, over we here. We got some hands over there. A couple different ones. We can just go on a tangent about some random fact. I joined a well, lawn well, care forum. Please tell me you didn't actually do that. I did. Oh my God. I want to get back to that, thing. whether it's on the broadcast or not, but that guy's got a microphone at his mouth. Yeah, sure. we got to get this question. All right. I want to hear about the I'm Josh from Indianapolis. What's up, Josh? Hey, Josh. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. Good to be here. This feels like AA, but the opposite. Caller. Uh, <laughs> always appreciate your guys' F1 takes, and I thought this last weekend race, the GP, was, was pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting race. Would love to hear what you guys thought about it. All right. We can do that. We kind of skipped over it, but let's do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. First interesting fact. Uh, Red Bull did not bring their highest downforce rear wing. Well, they brought it. They ran it in practice, but they didn't qualify or race it. Working theory is they couldn't balance the front with it. Too much downforce in the back of the car. Oh, couldn't so it's an Indy car. Yeah, basically. Cool. A problem yep. that we have a lot. Mm. Uh, but max downforce track at Hungary. Mercedes yeah. was actually quite surprised to have the relative pace to, uh, to uh, Red Bull that they did. So they qualified on front row. Well, not really. No, sorry. Bodas didn't qualify. No. Who was, was Verstappen second? Mm. Yeah, must have. Yes, yes. And then Bodas was third. No, no, Bot- no, Botas was second and had the worst start of all Correct, time. you're absolutely right. right. Yes. So he started second and was like 27th going into the first corner of yep. the 20-car field. Uh, and then got up to third before. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he got through to, to third. <laughs> through third. Um, took out half the field. And yep. look, it's really easy to sit here and just like, you know, crap on him in the wet. It's for turn one. Like, it's an easy thing to do. It just had a... It had, very severe, far-reaching consequences Correct. for many people. Yes. Like, that could have happened, and you just miss the car in front, and you skid off, and you keep going, and you don't touch anybody, and it's fine. Yes. Nobody, nobody mentions it, right? The timing was bad. Wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Six cars or whatever went out, and yeah, he looks like, you know, people are saying, you know, it's like the worst thing ever done in the sure. history of Formula 1. So a, li- a little aggressive from the Monday morning quarterbacks. Um, that allowed, I mean, where did Ocon qualify? Don't know. He was in Q3, I'm pretty sure. So I think he was in the top 10. Don't know. But, like, Daniel, Daniel was 11th, and he was going to come out second before he got hit. So, like, I think Seb came out second. He qualified, like, 14th. So 14th to second in turn one. That's a, it's an interesting scenario there. So then the next wild scenario that happened was yet again Formula One decides to red flag things. Correct. Which is dumb. It's just dumb. And they do, it, they do it so that people can fix their cars and so that they can replace That's cars. That's the part that I think It's insane to me that you can fix a car Look, under red. I, I get that you want to red flag it so that you can maybe interview drivers. Because you, you have six cars That's to retrieve. That's not what they do. I know. They don't talk to drivers, do they? Drivers don't talk to them. Correct. But regardless, the whole fixing your car under red thing, I yes. think, is a joke. But then it set us up for what was quite possibly the funniest restart that of I've ever time. seen. Yeah. Hamilton on the grid by himself. Yes. When everyone else peeled in for dry tires. Correct. Uh, George Russell passing everybody in pit lane, all queued up, and he was like, nah, nuts to that. And he just was like, I'm going to go here. This, this lane looks way better. Probably had to give all those places back. Sure did. Um, but yeah, so it, it, that set up Ocon to take over the lead with Vettel in second. And here's the thing. Vettel was like never more than a second, second and a half off him for the entire race. So I do think Seb was quicker. Wouldn't have mattered. I'm really glad that Seb did. I'm a Seb fan. 
I would have loved to have seen him win. I'm glad that he didn't win because he would have been disqualified from first instead of second, which would have burned way more. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, the highlight, I mean, we, we, were, we were texting about it. Lewis Hamilton is ungodly good. He's very good at driving cars that race. He's Sorry, very who? good at the racing kind of cars. Yeah. Who? <sighs> I'm, it's disappointing that Max's car was so damaged because it would have been really cool Did to see. you see the picture afterwards? He, yeah, dude. Wow. He was missing a significant portion of his race car. Most of it. Yeah. yeah. Most of the important parts. Like, yes. Minus the wheels, like the next most important part. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> From a performance standpoint. And so, yeah, I mean, it was unfortunate for him. Two races in a row, he's gotten taken out of things, not his fault. Uh, it's mixed up the championship a ton for sure, but it happens. So yeah, it does. Here's, here's what makes that, here's the part that I don't like is that people like Christian Horner or whatever are saying, Oh, well, whoever caused the accident to start paying for the crash damage. Um, my God, if you can't yeah. afford to wreck it, don't put it on a racetrack. That's, that's just common sense. You cannot start playing the blame game and pointing fingers and saying, you've got to pay my crash damage. It's insane. Do you know what you were clapping to right there? I was agreeing with that because I, I hate that sentiment. What did whenever, you just say? Whenever, whenever Daytona has that same thing. Whenever Daytona. They have, no, whenever they have the big wrecks and they say, oh, I'm going to invoice this team for this big uh, wreck. No, it's, it's if you're putting it out there, you're risking it. It's just like gambling to, for me. If you get it out in chips, you have to accept that that money's gone. Maybe you'll get it back. Alex doesn't accept that. He just no. keeps getting more chips. He was just so sure I wasn't <laughs> listening. No, I know. You did prove him wrong. I'll yeah. give you that one. I'll give you that one. So, yeah, that's my take on the F1. I was just about to say, man, I wish somebody would send me another beer, and there's another beer There's right no there. way that... Who sent that one? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? They're just feeding them to you. Well, here comes a shot, I think. Oh, oh. God, no, please don't. I mean, oh. I'll take it, but no. <laughs> All right. Oh, not to you. Um, <laughs> oh, thank God. I think we've, 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 got, we've got a gentleman standing up. Yes, yeah. let's, let's, right. let's hear it. Larry Taylor from New York. I have a question about... Hello, New York. I have a question about the brakes. Are you Love guys your worried bagels. about brake fade late in the race with those two long straightaways? Yes. You know, I'm less... <laughs> passing is going to start when people's brakes start failing. <laughs> Nobody's brakes are going to fail. I love that that was like a really insightful question, and you were just like, yes. The, no, the, because we are worried about it, and it is a it's significant been a, it's, issue. It's yeah. been a topic of conversation. One of the weird characteristics of this racetrack is uh, the, the ratio of longitudinal load versus lateral load. Um, it's a much higher longitudinal load, so accelerating out of the corners and breaking into them is, is a much larger percentage of the, of the lap than cornering. Um, the brake energy required at this place. Well, I think also on top of that is you've got four of the slowest speed corners that we've ever been to, like slower than the Long Beach hairpin coming off of one of the biggest stopping events right. that we'll have all year. So it's in that phase of the track from, from four to lap. eight. From four to eight, they don't have a chance to really cool that well because, as discussed, it's going to be 4,000 degrees. Which is where, and it's not brake failure in the sense that people are going to crash. It's brake failure in the sense you're going to boil fluid. You're going to overheat the calibers. You're going to have a really long pedal, and you're going to be braking 150, 200 feet earlier than you usually would. So, yeah. so wait, what does long pedal mean? It's a good question, actually. It is. Um, well, okay. I mean, yes, I guess a lot of people wouldn't know. So our pedals don't move. It's basically like a pressure plate of sorts. Okay. Um, and you, you, do, you they set don't move your, much. You set your amount of, well, some move less than others. Yes. You set your amount of pressure or your force based on pressure mm -hmm. versus travel. Pedal travel. Okay. And when the pedal gets long, your stopping power goes down pretty significantly. It goes down. So essentially, it's less pressure on the, on the brake pads that are closing on the disc. And it's, it's also just a very unnatural feeling. Like, we're used to hitting the pedal and it, it being right there, it being solid, it not giving us much, much give or feedback. So when it starts going long, it's a bad feeling in the car. It doesn't physically slow the car down as much. So, so yeah. you have to slow earlier going into a turn. Correct. Yes, that is how... Correct. Physics work. Yes. Very good question. Great question. Thank you. <laughs> yes. This is a question for Rossi. Oh, boy. Uh, first question is, who has the best hair in a series, trimmer or daily? And the second one is, whose face would look better on the Borg Warner, yours or trimmer? Right. Who is trimmer? Well, trimmer's my fueler, and he's hiding behind the post. <laughs> um, all right. So Connor's hair looks like a squirrel... Is riding a football. Dead, dead squirrel. 
A dead squirrel. Yeah. Dead squirrel is riding a football. Yeah, so, yeah. Mike's, that's not much competition. Your flow is much better. Much so better. Congrats. Yeah. Um, your, I feel like your face is somehow on I feel like I've the board corner with your tattoo. Didn't yeah. you do something? Might as well be. So, yes. But Mike and I were, Mike's actually won two Indy 500s. He won with me in 16, and then in 17, he won with Takuma. So, there you go. Look at that. He's got two. He's got double the amount that I do. Yeah. Elio's, Elio's got double that, though. Yeah, he does. That's night. Probably with different fuelers. All right. <laughs> More questions. We've got eight minutes. I'm not counting. Actually, in this, so this guy, you helped out on, a, on an assignment. He oh. DM'd us, James. Look at you, uh, James. Hello. <laughs> How are you, how are you a, doing? I'm good. a nice guy. Good. So my name is Landon. Uh, my question is, you guys have, or actually for all three of you, you guys Not haven't to, done a battle royale for, That's for a, a great long point. time. We haven't done that And time. being in the heart of Nashville, who would win in a fight of all the country music artists? Live, uh, alive I've or got, in their prime? Just Let's in just general, be, just who would win in a fight. Didn't we do this? Do we I don't, think, I don't think we did country. country. Oh, well, I, it just, no, doesn't matter. Oh, Nobody. Do you remember what you said? Now, so. <laughs> no. Exactly. All right. Okay. So country country musicians. Though. I'm gonna say in any time in their prime. Okay. Sure. All right. I'm gonna say uh, Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert. That's a good one. I, All right. That guy looks I pretty rough. Like he's he's kind of short though. Well, I don't. How do you know that? You're short. Yeah, and I don't think I would win in a fight That's against. Fair. For example. He's pretty short. I was gonna go with uh, here's. I'm gonna go with Blake Shelton, because he's a huge guy. He's like a big guy, not like big. He's he's a big guy. He's a tall man. He's a very tall man. He seems like he's a bit of a brawler. He's a huge drinker. So I feel like he could just get drunk enough to take whatever hits he needed to take, and then would just use his you know natural height and strength. I think Brantley Gilbert drinks and other other things. I, I'm so I, think go he's ready I, think, to go. I think he would just be like banging on Blake's kneecaps and tiring himself out, and then Blake would just give him one of those and mm. game over. I'm going with Johnny Cash. No, because no. he shot a man. Well, yeah, you can't also have guns. There's no weapons in back. You made the rules for this game. Wow. wow, Tim got smoked. Super dark. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so of the two actual answers, we're going to use uh, audience Cheer. applause. Who I know, you know what? I think, I think Johnny Cash wins this one. I don't think All anybody right. asked you. All right, let's see. Johnny Cash isn't an option. Is Brantley Why Gilbert is Johnny or... Cash not an option? Oh, can wow. we turn microphones off on this thing? How does this work? Is, can we just turn this? <laughs> All right, by applause in a battle royale, in a two person fight versus Brantley Gilbert and Blake Sheldon, who thinks Brantley Gilbert would win? To lose. Okay, who thinks Blake Sheldon would win? My undefeated record continues. And, and Johnny Cash? <laughs> no, it's funny because he's drunk. He thinks that there was more applause than there really was. That was all in his head. None of that actually happened. None of that actually happened. Oh, we know. Oh, we know. Do you want to do one last question? Yeah, one more question. All right. Yeah, I don't want to end with all you guys cheering for Tim. I'm not. I, it's I, all right. I'm, I'm going to end the episode when it goes out. On doesn't that. matter. We will know that you rigged it. <laughs> so one more question. Anything that's Sorry, not pro Nate. Tim. I think Joey has a question. Joey, Joey. Joey has a question. Joey, Joey Molinaro, Molinaro, everybody. Internet superstar. What do we got? Sports is this fanatic. a question? Yes. Yeah, if you got one. Why, Alex, do you wear such skinny jeans, man? Fair question. It's a great point. <laughs> Why do you buy shoes that are already dirty for $200? That's also cheap. A That's a fair question. Mm. That's, I think it's more than that. I wanted mm. to ask you that online, but you didn't follow me. <laughs> and so now... Ooh. You follow me, so now I'm just putting you on blast, man. Can you give me a, an explanation behind the skinny jeans and behind the $200 already dirty shoes? That doesn't make sense. I mean, I got some dirty shoes I can tell that you. That is That's true. Um, first of all, I still don't follow you. It doesn't count if you take my phone and click the button. They're dirty. Number one. You know okay. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so why do, I, why do I do what I do? Well, okay. <laughs> Why do we do what <laughs> I do? do? I don't do think it was that I broad because, question, actually. Um, look at, let's look at where I grew up. I grew up in, in California. Okay. So I think the, the kind of the, that style of gene is just kind of what I grew up with. No, it was your time okay. in Europe. Huh? It was your time in Europe. Could have been my time in Europe. I knew you before you went there. You had normal genes. Literally, we had never met. We'd met. <laughs> you didn't make an impression. No, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to remember me. 
Where did we meet? The um, the BMW World Finals in Mexico. It really? was a Mr. Miyagi karate. You were there. Situation. Very, yeah. It was the very huh. brief old Interesting. Guy. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought you were a prick. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you should have turned left and you wouldn't have crashed at Indy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, from a... From a, from objectively a, true. Yeah, no, no. From, objectively like a, from a geometry true. standpoint, <laughs> no. that's... Uh, oh, they can't. They're driving, so I'll just um, take them all. And then the shoes, man. <laughs> I guess I just like to waste money. You know, I just want to spend money on shoes yeah. that are already dirty. It saves me the process of doing it myself. Yeah, sure. It's true. It, yeah. It's beast gambling, because when he gambles away money, he has nothing. At least when he I, buys I literally, shoes, I literally, I literally made a... Um, Oh, that's very nice. Someone at PFC Breaks sent us shots. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think Breaks are going to be good, right? Yeah. All right, we're good. That answers your question, Mr. New York. Breaks are going to be fine. Wonderful. Sorry, they're not allowed to take those till, till lease. We can't take bribes. No, I took it. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so ping pong. Terrible display oh, of, yes. of athleticism from you and I. But then I stupidly was like, oh, Deepu, who's quite a good ping pong player, as he were, who's a friend of ours. Yeah. He was like, oh, do you want to play uh, 10 points for 100 bucks? And I was like, that sounds like 10 bucks a point. I got you. I lost. Yeah. So gambling, he's not great at. Buying dirty shoes, that's his thing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our time. Thank you so much for coming out here at Margaritaville. Thank you, SiriusXM, for hosting us this evening. Very much looking forward to the Music City Grand Prix here in Nashville. The first of hopefully many... Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching the show, listening to the show, whatever it is you do. Hey, wait, real quick, hands up if you listen on, a, on an iWatch. Yeah, who's, who's doing the Apple Watch? You Actually, guys, just, uh, I just have quick. so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. I want to give a shout-out to this table. They, they changed their trip to come here just for this show. Oh, you guys. There you go. I Some diehard like fans, guys. I appreciate it. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Thanks so much. We'll see you on the track. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Tim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Tim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.